I started uh, Sebastian Meniscalco. I was watching yeah. some of his shit, and I didn't realize selling out the Madison Square Garden it's back insane. to back. It's insane. In one night, I think it was like two and or three times. I mean, he is the, how big he is is like inappropriate. It's crazy. It doesn't make any it's sense crazy. to me. And then like I, I went to uh, I went and saw the Killers at the United Center. You're in an arena that big. You're going. Imagine fucking doing stand up in here, it's, bro. It's insanity. I, I feel like I, I don't know. I mean, comedians. I've always, from my perception, is that you're fearless, but speaking to 10,000 people. Like, but you know what? The money. Dope. So we're live. Another episode of Adversity Kings. Here Special guest today, Tyler, right? That's it, yeah. And then what's your last name? Fowler. Fowler. Awesome. So we got Tyler Fowler on the podcast. He's a stand-up comedian from Chicago. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, born and raised in Chicago then? No, I actually grew up here in Lombard. Okay, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right down the street. Yeah, you didn't even say that. Yeah. Yeah, this is home. Beautiful, scenic, Lombard, Illinois. Yeah. For all that it's worth, yeah. So yeah. so are your parents from Lombard then? Yeah. Yeah, so my mom lives like right down the street. Born yeah. and raised out here too then? Yeah. And then, so what about her parents? Like, uh, No, she's from Detroit. Detroit? Yeah, originally, yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So what was your, what about your dad? Uh, Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, Midwest, you know. Okay, yeah, feel it. So what was your childhood like? Uh, I, I was, that's the thing I always describe Lombard as like, it's the perfect, most middle of the road. It's like if the color gray was a place. Yeah. Not, nothing super like interesting about it. Exciting, but nothing bad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right down the middle. Great place. Like perfect, like perfectly regular ass suburb to grow up in. You know, yeah. everything. It's like you have the high school, you have the mall, you have the movie theater. Boom. We got the three things. That's it. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was like a perfectly, that's what I feel like. It was like a perfectly, but the other thing I appreciate, I've grown to appreciate after like moving to the city is like growing up right outside of a major city like Chicago. Oh my God. Yeah. You don't realize that like, especially now that I'm doing stand up, like you get on the road, you travel a bunch, seeing people who live in like smaller cities or just like out in rural areas, you're like, oh, my whole childhood, like every major touring act would come through Chicago. Yeah. Every, it's like every fucking theater play, all the bands you want to see, everything yeah. was like an hour in our backyard. Yeah. So we'd be like, oh, you just go into the city. It was super easy. We like you realize most of the country you don't have a major city forty minutes away. Yeah. You know, it's like your way out. Um, so that's a, a nice thing about it that I like have grown to appreciate. It's like, oh yeah, we were. You get all the comforts of like having a big city right in your backyard, the restaurants, the entertainment, all that kind of stuff, but you don't have to live in the actual city. Absolutely. Yeah. When, so when did you get inspired to get into comedy? Um, man, I started about seven years ago. I always was like a big fan of comedy. Grew yeah. up watching Comedy Central a ton. That was like my thing, and. Um, and then a friend, I, I after college, I started working in advertising, and the company I worked for would pay for you to take improv classes. Okay. So one of my friends was like, oh, let's give this a shot. Started doing that and, like, fell in love with it. And I was like, I got to do this as much as I can. So I just started doing stand-up, going out every night, and just kind of, once I got into it, just, like, bit the bug and was like, there's no going back. This yeah. is, I'm a different person now, you know? So that, that was in the middle of college? No, it was right after college. Right after college. And so who, who what were your favorite, like, stand-up um on Comedy Central, what was your favorite shows? Yeah, early on, I remember watching, They were. it's back when they were doing, they were airing a lot of stand-up. Okay. I remember watching, like, I'm trying to think of stuff that wasn't stand-up. Reno 911 was big there at the end, which, like, that show's super funny. Uh, but they aired a ton of stand-up, and I remember just watching, like, even, like, Dane Cook, when he was a lot younger, was on there a bunch. Dave Attell was, like, huge on there. Um, Brian Regan was an early one I watched a lot. I don't know if he was on Comedy Central. But it was just like that was the only place you could get 
for most people that now it's like you have TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all this other stuff at the time. It's like for most people, if you have seen a comedian, you saw them on Comedy Central. That was the spot. You yeah. Know? Now, do you full time stand up comedy yeah. now? Mm. When did that transition for you? Uh, February of 2020. I left my job and okay. I was like, I'm doing this full time. Here we go. And yeah. then like 30 days later the pandemic shut down the entire live entertainment industry. Yeah. I was, I was literally leaving my job being like, I have three months where the show's lined up. I'm here. I am through the world is my oyster. And then very quickly it was like, no, you're fucked. You never mind. You yeah. Know? But it was a good stress test. It was like, if I can get through that first year and eke by, I was like, I can make it through any year yeah. after that. You know, that was like the stress test. You know? So how did you adapt? what did you do? <laughs> I did a bunch of like, I mean, right at the beginning, it was tough. I actually, the things that kind of helped me was like just having to like be at home and not be able to be out doing stand up every night. It forced me to write a lot, yeah. which has always been the hard thing for me. I like going out and performing. I like doing it, but like having to sit down, pen to paper, and like write jokes. So it forced me to do that, which helped a ton. It is like a thing I've been able to keep up. Um, and then uh, adapted by like people were doing stuff online. You're doing stuff on Zoom. You're doing, and then just weird like. You're doing shows outdoors. You're doing, and then after a while, like especially being in Chicago, like Indiana started to open back up. Wisconsin started to open back. A lot of these, you go to like you're in Chicago and like the suburbs, like stuff is shut down because yeah. of COVID. You go to rural in Indiana, they're like, "What are you talking about? We've, we haven't even heard about this." You know, it was yeah. just like it was a different world. Um, so it was just, but it was a year of like working wherever you can. It's like you're in backyards. You know, outside of a bar, you know, even in the colder months, like doing stuff outdoors, doing shows where any any place you can find a show, basically. Who's your favorite comedian of all time? Ah, it's tough, man. There's so many, and I follow so many people. I really, really like um, this guy named Mike Birbiglia is one of my favorites. If you know him at all, he has a bunch of specials on Netflix, and he does these kind of like longer, like one man show storytelling show things. But his stand up is so funny. It's like it's just set up punchline stand up comedy, like and. I think he's yeah he's one of he's one of my favorites like all time. Okay, and so do you have maybe like a top three? Yeah, he's in there. Brian Regan is another one I like a ton. It's just like I came up on him. Another one. It's just like it's a joke yeah. every fifteen seconds. We're doing nothing but telling jokes. Um, and then a third is tough, man, because it's like it's like a tie for like ten other people. You know, um, I'm trying to think of another good example, but obviously Mulaney's up there and like one of the one of the greats. Another one who's just like boom 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 like that kind of guy. Yeah, but there's a ton. I mean, especially now, everyone's got a different way in. So there's so many people that like you can discover and find. Like, oh, I really like what they're doing, and it changes. I know Taylor Tomlinson's another one who's really big right now, who I like a bunch. She's super funny, um, but it changes all the time because there's just so many. That's comedy now is so dynamic where it's yeah. like there's different people every week, and even me as a comedian, like I'm in it. I do stand up every day. I'm in the clubs every night. I see. I know who kind of in the industry is doing what. And even when I'm finding new people all the time, it's like, dude, there are so, so many new, exciting, like, people doing. doing How often do you find people, like, copying jokes, copying bits? Um, I mean, not as often as, like, I I feel like it probably used to be a bigger problem. Yeah. Like, there's this kind of era of people, especially in, like, let's call it, like, the 70s, 80s, that they were like, yeah, you had your jokes and you'd go out on the road and make money. So they're like, it didn't matter if you stole a joke from somebody because you were in different cities, so you yeah. wouldn't see each other. Um, but I feel like it's it, that's stripped away now because so many people is like, you're sharing everything. Everything's online. You're tweeting it. You're doing clips on Instagram, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you find some people that are like, it's honestly probably more than like stealing. It's just like, oh, that's not original. Yeah. Like two, you, it, it's a thing multiple people have thought of, which happens all the time. There's only so much 
shit to say. But like to me, that's always a sign. It's like, oh, that's just that wasn't a very original idea. Like someone else came up with wrote the exact same joke. You know? Yeah. So you, have you ever had an issue with like people like trying to rip off your bits or anything like that? <laughs> no, which I don't know if that's a bad sign. Yeah. No, man, if I, I would love to be ripped off. Yeah. You know, was, <laughs> no, I don't think it's ever happened to me. There certainly are like I've had friends where we've both been like, oh, I do a thing like that. I do this. I do that. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of similar, but it, there's this kind of like professionalism to be like, oh, is it it's different enough? Or like, at least if you thought of it independently, it's like, oh, well, you didn't rip that off of me. Like, we yeah. we both came to it on our own. Now, did your parents, did they fully support like when you were like, oh. Yeah, which is like unheard of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've always been super, very supportive. My mom still is like, you know, eternally worried that I'm going to be living under a bridge somewhere. Yeah. But uh, it's working, it's going quite well for for the time being. But uh, she's very supportive while also being like, are you going to, are you going to die? Are you broke? I'm like, no, everything's fine. Don't yeah. quit freaking out. <clears throat> but yeah, they are very supportive, which is like not all comedians have that, which I appreciate. Yeah. So what about, where's a favorite place you've performed? Oh man. Um, have you been to any of the clubs in Chicago? I went to the Chicago theater. Okay. Which is massive. Yeah. I went there for Joe Rogan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? It was good. Yeah. I saw, but I, I, I didn't realize I saw him in Pittsburgh too. And it was, I think it was the same show. Yeah. Especially know. if it was like within a year. Yeah. Yes. Probably, yeah. 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 I was like, uh, Do you know who opened sense. for him? Do you remember? An Asian dude who was really fucking oh, funny. Yeah. It's, um, I, yeah. He and Tony Hinchcliffe, who I fucking love. Yeah, you watch Tony. the Kill Tonys? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, I, I'm trying to think of the, the dude. Kill Tonys? Um, it's, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about because he like goes out with Joe a lot. He kind of he was hilarious. Him. Yeah, he's really. When good. I was in Pittsburgh, it was a blonde girl that had like kind of a froggy voice. <laughs> what a way to describe someone's voice, froggy. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> I mean, she even referred to herself as like Kermit the Frog. Really? So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I, she, I mean, this is this is accurate. Yeah, <laughs> she was a sweet girl and made funny jokes. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, that's good. No, my favorite spot though is I think Zany's in Chicago is super. Cool. That's I was thinking of the name. I'm like, well, you, I think you had mentioned a Delaney or something, and I was like, yeah. I'm th- I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. Okay, so I probably have like my lineup. Like if I think immediately, I'm yeah. thinking Burt Kreischer, I'm thinking yeah. Tom Segura. Sure. Um, but I did just watch. I, I started uh, Sebastian Menescalco. I was watching yeah. some of his shit, and I didn't realize selling out the Madison Square Garden back to back. It's insane. In one night, I think it was like two and or three times. I mean, he is the, how big he is is like inappropriate. It's crazy. It doesn't make any it's sense crazy. to me. And then like I, I went to uh, I went and saw the Killers at the United Center. You're in an arena that big. You're going imagine fucking doing stand up in here. It's, Bro, it's insanity. I, I feel like I, I don't know. I mean, comedians. I've always from my perceptions that you're fearless, but speaking to 10,000 people. Like, but you know what? The money. Uh, the yeah. money on one night you're walking away. What with are the split, some of those splits like that? I like, couldn't even, like, especially like a guy like him, he's selling all the tickets. Yeah. It's the, you know, he's got to be walking with like... 50%? Oh, probably more. Yeah? Yeah. And and on one night, it's and doing two shows like Jesus, that. Bro. And he's doing it every night in different cities. You know? so, sometimes, like, once or twice a year, I'll look up like richest, I'm going to look it up right now, richest comedians. Oh, and I'll don't, see, tell, like, don't do this to me. Come on. <laughs> don't embarrass me. You're going to see me no. up there. It's yeah. going to be a whole thing, dude. Well, I'll see Seinfeld up here, and I was like... Yeah. So was he a stand-up, or was it just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. J- I thought he had the Seinfeld show. So have you ever watched the show? Not really. I was yeah. like... I was born I'm in 98. Just, so I'm, I'm just like, working through it for the first time. I've never seen every episode. Yeah. And I, it's so funny. Yeah. But I, it's like, this is my hot take in fucking 2022. I'm like, oh, yeah, the most popular sitcom of all time, pretty pretty decent. 
Yeah. But he was a stand-up before the show, so you can see it when you're watching the show. It's written like stand-up. Yeah. Everything is a joke. You know, the dialogue is all just like... And Larry, he, he wrote it with Larry David, who was a stand-up at the time. Um, I've heard that name then. Uh, what were we saying? Rich, rich I'm looking up Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandler, I see him up here. Yeah, and he, but he's like doing a bunch of movies now. Of course, yeah, he's got a this bunch doesn't of movies. Make sense. They had Ellen DeGeneres in this list. That but again, TV from the show. Yeah, yeah. TV show. Jerry Seinfeld is basically a billionaire. Yeah, he has an insane amount of money. It's insane. It's I a, I think I was here. I don't know if it, I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but somebody went to like like some type of uh, party through yeah. at his house, and apparently he, you know what I mean. He's got like not like a mansion, like a castle. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. just a full and, staff, and multiple and like, of them. Yeah. And everybody got like custom wine glasses, and it just sounded like. And it's him; it's a drop in the bucket. It's and it's it, it sounded like sickening, like and and even yeah. being in the industry that I'm in, there's a lot of wealthy, wealthy, wealthy sure. fuckers. But I, <laughs> that's a whole it's level a other. Level. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've experienced, I've been around individuals. You live, money, a, but like a billionaire is. You live in a different world. Yeah. Oh my god. But even like the guys like Segura and Kreischer, the money they're playing with, because like those guys, as a gift, they'll give each other like a two hundred thousand dollar car. It's so stupid. Like I'm like, what but the I'm fuck? like, it's you're living in a different world, a different reality. I feel. And how fun. It sounds incredibly fun where you just like toss some money around. Sure. I feel like you hit a certain level when you get so rich that you just start talking to everybody in like a Game of Thrones like type accent. <laughs> Dismiss peasants. Yes, right, you know right. I mean? yeah. like, the world exists <laughs> the fuck? at your whim. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. What a fun way to go. But like you can't even knock them. You're like, no. yeah, if, of course. Yes. And even Seinfeld will kind of say that. You'll see him like in interviews or talking to other famous people. He's like, someone said something to him once. I forget what it was. It was about like flying a private jet or something being something somehow like wealthy and he's like yeah you ha- that's how we're supposed to be he's like don't get weird about it we're rich that's what you're supposed to do yeah you don't just sit on the money yeah you have a nice fucking house you buy nice shit you eat at nice restaurants like that's it you're rich act like it yeah you know? just like fair enough dude yeah that's it. <laughs> but it's funny how you can see I'm, I'm so in it with comedy like how people's money levels up like I'm looking up this guy. I want to know because I I don't know why I wouldn't see him. So Seth MacFarlane is he not a sta- he narrates no, he, he does uh, all Family Guy Family Guy he I, like I, writes the show it's produces the funniest it funniest yeah. shit yeah, yeah. I'm like so why doesn't he do stand up or like why isn't he considered like one of the greatest stand ups because do you like Family Guy Yeah I mean I don't watch it religiously but yeah I watch it religiously Yeah like, is, I, do they I still do new episodes Yes Yeah. But see, that's why he's so rich. It's like The Simpsons. You know, it's been running forever. Yeah. You're making a ton of money. You're selling ads. You're a, a guy like that, he doesn't need stand-up. What the fuck could he care less? That's true. To be doing stand-up at a nightclub. You know, he narrates night, you know? like three or four of the characters. So he's getting paid for each one of those. Yeah. Gets paid for writing. Residuals I mean, on all that. Insane. He's flood. That's why a lot of you'll see people who are especially really talented joke writers, they'll start in stand-up. And once they especially there's kind of the two schools of like people who end up in New York, New York and LA. People go to LA. If you can start writing for TV, you quit doing stand up because you're making a living. Yeah. You're, you're doing well. You got a house. You know, like the guy like Seth MacFarlane. A lot of those people, like Judd Apatow is another good example. He started out doing stand up. Then yeah. he got into doing movies and was like, why the fuck? I don't need to make $15 and two drinks at the comedy club tonight. I'm making films, making money. Like, yeah. It's just all different. Dude, what I don't understand is like, I'll, I'll watch stand up comedy and I'll see like comments like make jokes and they'll like, Maybe they'll do some type of defamation, like uh, uh, on somebody make a reference of sure. like, you know, your voice is like that. Fucked that, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, where do they come up with these names? Sometimes I'm like, who is you that don't even person? know who the yeah, reference I'm like, are, yeah. one, I'm not that young anymore. It's like right. I'm 24 years old. Yeah. I'm like, I'm basically like for sure a man. So like now it's like, yeah. What, well, what that's names a, are these? That's a part <laughs> of like comedy that's changed so much. It's like yeah, you look at stand up 10, 20, 30 years ago. It was all cultural references. It's yes. going, this plus this. Because 
because everyone knew the same 15 things. Yes. Friends was the only show on TV or whatever. Like now everything's so split. Oh my God. You can't, you either can't make, because I'll, I'll think about that too. Like, are you trying to reference something? Even like you reference the matrix. People now are like, what the fuck's he talking about? Yeah. People just, there's so much media out there. We don't have a common, so yeah. can, or like you reference. It's stuff like a that, good and a bad thing. Right. Cause then there's some, you get people like, oh, you make certain references and a certain group of people will get them. Like I was, yeah. a lot of like older comedians now who have kids, they're doing jokes about how all their kids watch are those like unboxing videos on YouTube. Yes. I don't watch any of that shit. So I have no, no idea what it is. But other parents are like, yeah, they get it so hard. They're like, yeah, my kid watches another kid play with toys all day. That's it. It's ridiculous. But like, I don't understand it. Yeah. So either like your people get you or like there are very few things that we all share. There's so many things that's like so that one group would understand this reference, but most other people wouldn't get it. Yeah. There's fewer things now that we all kind of can, can rally around. Yeah, it's like good and, good and bad. I feel like it's it's good because, like we were saying before, it's it's hard to copy jokes now. If right. It's so diverse. There's so much content out there. Like right. If you're copying, it's like you're being a lazy bitch. For sure. You know what Which I mean? is it's plenty like, of those people. Yeah. But, and, you know, obviously everybody wants to talk about, like, the fads, too. It's like I bet there's going to be a bunch of jokes over this FTX, yeah. you know, situation here soon. Yeah. So it's like you got like I try to make content based off of like what's what's viral. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. what's oh, viral yeah. is what you want to capitalize on. Mm-hmm. You know, so that makes sense. But uh, so what about in regard to more so your future vision with comedy? You know what I mean? Staying in Chicago, I hear a lot of people say New York, New York. Yeah, I uh, I love Chicago, man, for a lot of reasons. I love the city. Independent of stand up, it's a beautiful city. Yes. great place to live. Pretty affordable. Big city has all the comforts of a big city. Um, for stand up, it's. I was going to say second to none, but I don't know. It's but it's it's incredible. Who would it be second to? 